Welcome, Welcome to, to Quick, Shots. Quick, Shots. Quick Shots. Welcome to Quick Shots where we answer your questions and thank you for those who've sent one in. Alex, I'm going to hand this one over to you to get us started and it comes from Elsa with an S. Elsa with an S. Uh, what do I do if my bank valuation has come in less than what I've agreed to pay for the property? Elsa feels like my six-year-old half-sister wrote this one in, but I don't know if she would be asking about a bank valuation just yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I do if my bank valuation comes in short? It's it's a really good question because it happens very, very, very often and, and a lot of people don't talk about it. it happens when you buy your own home uh, to live in. It happens when you buy something that uh, you bought at auction. It happens when you buy an investment property. It happens all the bloody time. Uh, the first thing that I do when this happens to me, because it has happened and it will happen again, uh, is a go and order another valuation. And yes, you can do that. That will require you though to probably be using a broker who's got access to multiple banks. If you're dealing directly with one bank and uh, you ask for another valuation, look, ask. They might say yes, but they're probably going to say no. Each bank has got their own panel of valuers. And usually when a purchase comes through, they'll order a valuation through what we call the random chocolate wheel and it gets spat out to whoever. So, you know, there's no bias and it's it's all kosher. Um, but if you do the same thing, go to another bank, a different lender, and you ask them to order an upfront valuation, there are cases where you, you could be able to actually do it before you've even submitted an application. So it does require a little bit of bank shopping, which is also valuation shopping. And that's also why we recommend using a broker because they can give you those different options and, and tell you different banks that you service with and therefore can get a different valuation with. And then ultimately at the end, you can go with the one that is, is the highest or the one you finally get on the money. But um, failing all of those, you really do have to relook at the finances essentially. Um, but give it a really good hustle because that is not something that you should accept a short valuation. Next one here is from Garrett. James, great question for you. Are investors still buying in Queensland? Uh, it's, a, it's a good question. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, the, the answer is yes. Invest, investment loans are actually up 11% on this time last year. So investors are more active than they were uh, this time last year, which might surprise some people. Um, within that, uh, the the investor activity in southeast Queensland is actually up by nearly a third. So it is definitely the most popular place for investors to be investing in today. Uh, it was already, you know, very popular last year, uh, but it's probably the most popular for investors. And, and I'd say that's very. driven off, you know, investors chase growth. So they're, they're looking at where are the population moving. Um, they're also probably um, wanting to stick to a certain price point as well. So, you know, the more expensive markets like Sydney and Melbourne might be a little bit prohibitive from an investment mm. point of view. Um, so yeah, Qu Queensland definitely still, um, you know, the, the sort of in vogue uh, property investment market for investors there, Garrett. Uh, Emma wants to know, should we be buying each property in separate trusts. Oh, Emma, I think uh, I think you don't trust anyone. If there's a bit of a pun in there, <laughs> my question would be why? Why are you buying, or why why are you considering buying in each each in a separate trust, a separate entity? I think a lot of people do that for asset protection or, or what they perceive to be um, asset protection, maybe down the line, marriage, kids, stuff like that. 
this is absolutely a question for an accountant, but I think what you'll find is um, depending on how much they know about your situation, they're probably not necessarily recommending it unless you maybe are the director of your own business, you're self-employed, you've got a little bit more to lose. Um, so I guess there is a sort of an asset protection component. Um, but also you've got to remember we buy investment properties and I'm assuming, Emma, you're talking about investment properties. We buy them for um, many reasons, but one of the main is is uh, is tax deductions um, to minimise our tax. And when you buy them in a trust, it does change the tax deductibility of it. So if you own it in your own name, um, you can get those tax deductions against your own salary. And, and when you do buy them in trust or different entities or whatever, you change the the structure of that. So my question would be, why why do you want to do that? Um, and that might be a ways to sort of, I guess, decide whether or not it's for you. But if you're just, uh, just an average gal and, uh, you're on a decent wage and you work for someone else, not your, not yourself. And you're the director of your own business. You should probably just be buying in, in your own name, but that, that would not stop you. It could, you could, if you wanted to, I'd just be asking why, because you want to be as tax efficient as possible. And that might not be. Good point. Hey, uh, thank you, Elsa, Garrett, and Emma for your questions. If you have got a question, guys, please send them in. We love to hear from you. Our email's always in the show notes. Uh, take care, have a great weekend, and we'll chat to you next week. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.